Hey there, everybody. It's Phil. Just doing a quick intro to my intro of this episode because I had to republish it. Um, it's one of my favorite episodes I've done because it's so wild and wacky and funny uh, with Jackson Banks here. But I initially fucked up because I had a song put in the fucking in the middle of the interview. Like it was just playing over the talking and it was fucked up. Uh, but I didn't notice it until recently. I published this back in March, March 6th. It was the day uh, we did Julia Louise Dry Fest 7.5, which was kind of um, right before everything got shut down. And now we don't have concerts anymore. So um, you'll hear me talk about that in there. I just wanted to add a little thing here on the beginning just to say uh, why this is out of order. Um, but I'm trying to get my shit together, and this is part of that, so uh, be on the lookout for more stuff. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, there... Hey everybody, this is Phil with Waste Vision uh, and with another episode of Filthy Talk, one of my interviews, talk, uh, conversations from LA with a comedian, comic, filmmaker guy, uh, Jackson Banks. He's very cool, funny, fucking wild. Um, I'm in the car right now with Nels, who is the drummer for the band Bull Market, which I play guitar and sing in. That's Nels. Um, Nels said that he had a joke that he wanted to tell. Actually, we heard it from our buddy Connor, who's in Panther Car. Uh, we're on the road with them. We just played Missoula. We're also on the road with our friends in Fools. Um, Nels, can you reiterate that joke here? Do a re rehearsal of it. I'll do my best. So uh, a horse walks into a bar, and the bartender says, Why the long face? And the horse begins to clomp around. It's just clomping around. Apparently, you have to emphasize clomp. And you can't see what I'm doing right now. But I'm not driving. I'm clomping with my hands. Just keep on clomping around. And, uh, man, it, it makes people go crazy, says Connor. That's the punchline, is that? Clomp, clomp, clomp. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I also need to get to this thing before I talk too long. Um, Nels and I are headed back to Billings today, Friday, March 6th. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're going to go play a show down there as part of Julia Louis Dry Fest 7.5, um, which is our DIY com uh, art festival we do in Billings. This is kind of a half iteration we usually do it in the summer in August. This time we're doing it a half festival in the spring to kind of tide us over. We're also giving an, uh, a new try to 
this organizational structure of a team of people doing shit, which has been really nice. Um, I need to thank our sponsors for that event. Bloom Montana is one. Um, Bloom provides a large selection of safely grown alternative medicine and infused products to qualified patients around the state of Montana. Um, our other sponsor is April Dawn at Inspire Inc., which is a tattoo shop. If you need work done, April is really good, and she's also just a dope lady all around. Um, you can find Inspire Inc. on Facebook, or you can find April <clears throat> on Instagram. I think she's just april.dawn.tattoo. Um, so, yeah, I think I said most of the shit. Uh, I hope you enjoy this conversation with uh, Jackson Banks. He is on Instagram as Campy Jackie, C A M P Y J A C K Y. Um, go check out his videos; they're pretty funny and pretty weird. Okay. Gross. That is just disgusting. Welcome to Filthy Talk. Okay, now now we're going. That's okay. too bad. That was That's all really bad. That's too bad. Yeah, we really got into it about me confessing to be a vol cell <laughs> white cis. I was conceived through my father's meditation. <laughs> you know, he just, you know, he just went you to know. <laughs> He just went to meditate and he knocked himself up. And I come to discover the truth. That's why I don't have anything down there. I'm like a Ken doll, just smooth, smoking hot, but no... Genitalia. Like that. Well, that's it's perfect. That's why Ken is so perfect. You don't have this eyesore of this cock and balls. Mm. You have this this beautiful <laughs> this beautiful Adonis. That's the worst part about the statue of David is that disgusting cock aardvark he has hanging there. Imagine if he was just this smooth, you know, like me and my pop. <laughs> You know, that's what people in Montana want to hear about. Ooh. If I don't sell tickets in Montana, kill me because I feel like I was born to do comedy. <laughs> yeah, I think over that's right. in that, Over in that freak show. <laughs> you bumpkins. You, I bet it's like deliverance over there. <laughs> These cockless freaks coming out, trying to get a taste. I don't know. Okay, I have to interrupt you. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're just out here in my garden hanging out. It's a beautiful garden. It's a beautiful garden. Actually, I'll have to take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. Get a photo. Get a photo of us together. I don't let me forget that. The last I'm not photo of seen alive. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> hey, I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, I'm a nice guy. Take the photo. So, Jackson. Can yeah. I call you Jackson? Yeah, that's my name. Is that what you go by? No, Jackson. like L.A. stylized. No, no, I already it. have a perfect star's name, Jackson Banks. Yeah. It's got a it's got a real snap to it, you know. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's heroic. It's like James Bond but but better. <laughs> Except I'm not a limp-wristed Englishman. Right. That's a yeah. plus for sure. I have to I have to earn when I have sex I earned it. It's not cuz I'm classy. It's not cuz I have a government mm. agent salary. It's cuz I know how to lift. Because I work on the shed, and then they owe me a life debt. <laughs> so <laughs> you're a comedy guy here. Yeah, I do. Uh, 
Do some comedy, make some vids, you know. Who cares? Who ca- Well, this interview is going to be hard, I can tell. Yeah, no, it's, this fun. is good. I'll, I'll cooperate. No, it's Take good. out that life dead stuff. I, 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 I can't, can't have women knowing I don't have money. Yeah. But I'll work on your shed. If you think I'm suitable, work, work on, on your shed. shed. I'll clean a pool and then, even for free. But, you know, if you wanted to say thank you. <laughs> Take you to dinner. And I'll say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding around. I don't. I'm I, like I said. I'm a vol cell, so <laughs> volatile cello, but That's not what it's kung fu for. means. Kung fu. If you <laughs> don't, don't fuck come, with, if you don't come for a year, that all that sexual energy comes out as perfect kung fu. Kung fu. <laughs> kung fu. Kung fu. Kung fu. <laughs> all that kung foolery. Um. Where were we mm. before so I, I was think, so... I think we got to your profession or your... My, <laughs> your my profession. Whatever, your avocation or whatever we I, want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a... I'm a... I'm a... I'm a I make psychedelic comedy films and I do stuff. Oh, you call them psychedelic comedy. I guess that's how I'd classify yeah. it. That's about where it is now. I love that. I've never heard of that as a designation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say it's psych comedy. It's maybe surrealistic, maybe like Dali. If Dali had a funny bone in his body and wasn't a bore, yeah, he'd be me. That's he you. Probably was funny. I'm probably he probably was. Forgive me, Dali. <laughs> it's more um, fun to just talk shit. Dali, Mozart, fuck them. Fuck all those. It's dudes. all about me. They're dead. I'm here now. So you've got the L.A. thing going on for sure. What do you mean? Well, just moving out here and talking like that is pretty. Uh, yeah, fuck them. That's uh, everyone in L.A. is like, fuck Mozart, fuck Dolly. <laughs> um, I just mean that you have an uh, ego. You have a healthy no, ego. No, no, no ego. No ego. Okay. Humble, humble. <laughs> okay, humble. good. No, yeah, yeah. Um, so you live. We're on in East L.A. I'm visiting we're, your house. Yeah, we're in East L.A. in Boyle Heights in my garden. In the garden. And uh, you moved to L.A. about a year and a half ago, you said? Yeah, I moved here uh, July 2018 was when I arrived. And then that was from the Bay Area? Yeah, yeah, I lived in the Bay for a year before that. Before that, I lived in Salt Lake City. Okay, yeah, for school. You and I are not so different, you know. I'm a country boy myself. You consider yourself that? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that something you noticed when you moved to cities? I guess Salt Lake isn't mean? that big. Well, but. even in Salt Lake. So the thing about growing up rural and having yeah. may, maybe leaning a little more left, uh, you know, in, in a lot of ways, uh, you you realize you never fit in because you move to the big city to be with all the other liberals, you know, and you yeah. realize that you're the most conservative liberal. Mm. And so you go back to your hometown and you're too much of a freak for them, but then you go to the city and you're too much of a normie. Right. Too much of a country boy. That being said, most people classify me as a total freak show. You're you're pretty freaky. No, I didn't do anything wrong. I <laughs> do nothing. I'm just a vol cell. I got no <laughs> dick. I got no balls. I was conceived through meditation, but I'm not some I, freak. I'm not some, <laughs> I'm not some weirdo. I'll not be shamed for not having a, a dick and balls. I'll not be shamed for being this perfect nip, nipless, <laughs> nipless, <laughs> this dickless, nipless Adonis. I'll not just be shamed. Smooth all over. You know the weird thing? They they took they didn't they probably didn't have to take Ken's nipples away, but because they took Barbie's nipples away, mm. which is the weird probably the biggest mind fuck you could ever do to a young girl. <laughs> where it's like ah nipples, don't worry about that. That's kind of, but but 
I think the reason was because little <laughs> boys, their action figures, they they rocking nips, rock hard nips, <laughs> shredded chests. Um, because there's nothing, because a man's nipples are not, you know what I mean. But for the girls, they didn't want to weird the girls out by having the men have nipples. And yeah, the girls know that everyone has nipples. <laughs> But if you were to give Barbie nipples, it would be the hottest thing ever, and every man would want to just jack off to it. And I think it was really to keep the men away from the Barbies. Yeah. I think that's true. Wouldn't that be an anatomically correct Barbie? Wouldn't that just be the best friend a little boy ever had? <laughs> I definitely ran away with a doll at one point, and I was trying to kiss it when I was a kid. <laughs> Pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah, we would bust my sister because she would always have her Barbies like 69 in and stuff. Nice. <laughs> Shame on you. And it's like, well, what do you what do you expect? You give them the sexiest dolls of all time. Yeah, and yeah. freak out, and then she's like, maybe they could blow each other. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to blow each other. Sorry, but like when they're just like, look. Can you get that mic up a little bit more? Look, Barbie's a sex symbol, <laughs> but she doesn't have nipples. <laughs> I know it's confusing as fuck. Yeah, what a mind fuck to all little girls. <laughs> and where they have flatter Barbies, right? Or did they just reduce the breast size oh. to absurdly large from cartoonishly, <laughs> cartoonish behemoths that no woman could ever achieve with that waist? Nipple, nippleless behemoths. These new nippleless Barbie, <laughs> keeping your daughter safe from the knowledge of her own sexuality <laughs> for as long as possible. Keep your daughter a virgin until post, until graduate school, where she will be de-virginated by Professor Smith, a, a, a public penetrator employed by the United States government to de-virginate all girls pure enough to make it to grad school with their chastity intact. What is... Uh, how do we get on this topic? You're, you're already plunging aspects of my psyche. <laughs> yeah, we, I forgot about. Where were we before well, I, I was, was so tell rudely a story interrupted? About um, it was, it was in addition to me kissing the doll. <laughs> Go I, on. I um, there was a sex book I had that my parents got me. Like about, I think it was just about like our bodies. You know, mm-hmm. it was one of those with like big pages and pictures. It might even been. For some reason, in my mind, it's like one of those cardboard books, like for really little kids, but I don't think that's right. Cardboard, so they don't even bother to publish it properly? Well, <laughs> it's so it's it for the dumb little kid fingers to handle it easier. You know, oh, those, those ones? where it's literally like a card. Yeah. It's those are real cute, stiff. Yeah. But I had a book, and I remember I definitely like had one like naked man and, and uh, like anatomy picture on one page. Was it like one of those cross sections where it's like, yeah, your penis is a snake in, on the inside. <laughs> penis is filled <laughs> with venom. <laughs> and then there was <laughs> another lady on the other page and I would make them have sex by closing the pages. <laughs> I like played out little plays. Was like, oh, pop-up book? And hi, sweetie. Just... I, mean, <laughs> I wish. That would have been fucking sick. Nice. Yeah, they, they knew what they were doing. They're like, look... <laughs> Close the book and set us free. <laughs> please, baby. <laughs> Only you. Phil, please. <laughs> oh. oh, so. We don't have a choice, Billy. That's why I'm a, a Volcel dickless nippless. I feel like maybe I might have alienated some of the regular <laughs> listeners. Where were we before? Yeah. <laughs> Was so rudely interrupted. So country boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what growing up in the country will get you. Full-blown sex perversion 
Everyone in the country is a repressed sex pervert. <laughs> That's actually a, definitely a theory. That seems oh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you grow up Mormon in the country, then mm. you're going to come out. A lot of porn <laughs> that Mormons use, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely known for their porn use, as am I. That's the most Mormon thing about me is how much I jack off to porn. <laughs> That's how I keep in touch. That's my sacrament is just blowing it to fucking to fucking Puerto Rican housewife punishes Aryan babysitter, you know. That's a, or just nuns just getting it on. Mm. Lesbian nuns? Yeah, come on. What do I look like? A savage? <laughs> Some kind of fucking pig. Yeah. No, I never was much into the straight porn. It's straight porn is just not to me visually. To me, it was always two women because it's like they're like, there's actually some elegance, you know what I mean, right. to the movement rather than like, oh, check it out. There she goes again. Mm-hmm. Look, she's crying. <laughs> check it out. Here's the clincher. I, by the way, I quit porn. Well, I used it last night, but I did. I've, I've quit. I've decided to, to leave it in Today. the past. No, I already decided, but I relapsed last. I used it again because. How long you, had it been? It had been like uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Unless you count having uh, phone sex. Oh. Is that porn? <laughs> <laughs> then what would you do? Was it video I'm porn? Closing my eyes. I'm picturing it now. What's going on? What would, we, what would you do? <laughs> the pants are off. Just picture the pants are off. No. I need you to focus. <laughs> I would not want to have phone sex with you. No. Uh, <laughs> you just have your characters intruding the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, phone sex is silly. You're like, I mean, there's a there's a wild animal loose in the house. You're gonna finish. You're gonna deal with the wild animal. You're gonna deal with the deal with that raccoon that's in the house. You're gonna finish. I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. No, not not. That's gross, dude. I don't say stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But I quit because uh, I quit. Back to the porn. I yeah. quit because I just I don't know. It just feels. I feel like it attaches a certain amount of shame to your sexuality that I don't huh. think is there normally when you're just out like, I'm going to try and get laid or I'm going to jerk off to this girl I saw. Yeah. I think that's fairly innocent, but with porn, there's always people on camera. Right. It's <laughs> kind of dark, isn't it? There's always people on camera and it's, I just feel like you're rolling the, the dice. If you roll the dice on like no one was ever exploited or... Yeah, you know, mistreated to get to that point. I feel like your odds are pretty slim. For sure. And I feel like you're, it's a dark nut you're busting there. <laughs> I just, and it just feels, and there's shame to it. And they're always coming at you and just like, I bet you get a small dick. And yeah. it's like, what do we, what do you want? You want to fuck? It's like, I'd, I'd like to jerk off no questions asked. Right, you know? right. But, and there's always, there's weird kitty porn. You know, the barely legal thing is fucked up. and Like, like cat porn? No. Oh, cat porn. like no, kid, kid, kitty, kitty porn. Yeah, kitty. that's the slang for child pornography. Cat porn? Kitty. <laughs> oh, yeah, kitties. Who cares? They're animals. <laughs> Any age of cat, I will do. Actually, uh, my cat is pregnant right now because I'm a bad Ooh. cat father. Ooh. Um, you let her run wild. Yeah, yeah, She's and she's really cute. So my joke has been um, my cat is pregnant, and I'm pretty sure it's not me. <laughs> that? That's pretty that, funny. That's not bad. Until it comes out with your <laughs> your gross face. <laughs> I didn't mean that. No, it's funny. But, but, I mean, I mean, it's gross to like to look at. The thought of a cat with a human's face is pretty nightmarish. Oh, this isn't it. But I don't think biologically it's possible. We'll see what what comes out of there. I oh guess. God! <laughs> Just a bunch of Ken dolls with a cat face. <laughs> Dickless, nipless. 
Because that's what it's like with a a, uh, a what is it a li- a liger? Yeah, with a, a tiger lion. Yeah, is uh, they can't reproduce. You can make a liger, but the liger cannot. Yeah, it's sterile. It's sterile. Yeah, that's so fucked. <laughs> Sorry, Lego. We just thought it would be cool. <laughs> Why am I? Why do I? We th- we just thought it would be sweet. <laughs> we thought you'd be cool looking. Sorry about uh, not being able to have children. You'll never be long, Lego. Well, I mean, we're not going to make you a friend because that would be cruel. But we didn't know it was cruel until we made you, Lego. <laughs> so Ligers are just like nipless, nipless, dickless. <laughs> Vol cells? Vol, they're vol cells, yeah. They're definitely in cells. <laughs> they're involuntary for they're, sure. Yeah, they're in cells. <laughs> we thought that's definitely the coolest incel that ever lived. A liger just shooting the zoo up. <laughs> hey, I'm kidding around. <laughs> oh, um, I wouldn't say that. I. <laughs> um, where were we before? Yeah. I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> Um, well, country boy, I think. Yeah, oh yeah. Still, right? yeah, yeah. I grew up Mormon, so. <laughs> oh, you did grow up Mormon. I then. did. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, back to how that ties to with with porn. I, th- I think uh, I think when you are repressed as a, a kid, and it's like, no, you don't do that. You don't touch yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you find out that you actually can touch yourself, mm. you just touch. It's it's like you're making up for all this time. Well, it's not like I didn't jerk it when I was a kid, but. I it's weird because I wasn't masturbating because I was Mormon in when I finally hit puberty and produced the ability to, you know, produce produce when I started production, <laughs> it was somewhere in a gap b- between the last time I had, you know what I mean, given seed. Uh, oh, I see. Um, or the, between the last time I had like you know, uh, masturbated. Um, and then by because the, nothing would happen. Before. And when I when I did again, yeah, I would go, oh, you know what I mean. There yeah. would be a, a soothing feeling. <laughs> There'd be the feeling of finishing, but you wouldn't like ejaculate. Um, until I like by the time I masturbated again, it was like a year and a half. Later. Oh wow! And you were ready. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, yeah, reservoir. and then that that was my downfall. The room got a whole lot sloppier. Uh, the homework <laughs> wasn't getting as done after I discovered that sweet, sweet, softcore internet porn. I'm For talking sure. Greek soap operas. Oh. Greek soap operas are the filthiest. No shit. The filthiest. Most You're not alluring. making that up? I mean, the one that I, the one that, that brought me out of the wilderness was pretty wild. It was pretty insane. It was probably and 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 it's like sort of this lost. Uh, if I could only unite the two pieces, there was no audio for it. But I bet oh. the audio. Oh uh, wow! The audio alone, if you played it in someone's sleep, they would yeah yeah finish. Man, woman, cat, dickless, nipless, <laughs> with child, without child. Yeah, you dickless, play nipless that. people come. Yeah, well, they their third eye opens up and shoots up. <laughs> That's what you do. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Humans 2.0. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're a little more evolved. We're not. We're not thinking about. Um, it. Uh, you're. I just remember that like the first thing I looked at that was porny, 
um, was Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, no. she's the porniest woman of all time. <laughs> she was in there. She was in the mix when I was. Was when, she? When I was discovering. Yeah. Well, because here's what happened. This is super weird. I was on the family computer, right, with dial-up, mm-hmm. um, and my friends, like growing up, because we had no culture, we would just buy T-shirts from Hurley and like skate stuff or whatever, and like we what weren't does that even. Mean you had no culture. Is Hurley like trashy? I mean, it was just funny because it was like really important. Do to you us. have any more culture now in Billings? No, I'm kidding. Hey, <laughs> Zing is <laughs> look out. Um, but I searched Hurley, the T-shirt brand, on the internet, and then I imaged it, and a topless picture of Elizabeth oh, Hurley shit. popped up, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. Kids are not warned that like, and they're not ready because they're shielded from it their whole lives. So it's like, oh no. And then you find that one, and it's or were you on. or were you immediately just like, you levitated. Your third eye opened up and you fried this keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful with electronics. Mom, I made a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Can you kill people with your No with your project, a, projectile? I it's like an orgasm ray. You ever see Orgasmo? <laughs> it's one of the best movies of all time. No, is it? Yeah, it's Trey Parker's Oh yeah. Uh, the movie he made, like I think right before South Park was was made and was a hit mm. where he's a Mormon missionary who becomes a porn star and then later oh. a superhero. Oh hell yeah. That fights crime with an orgasm. Ray. Oh, incredible. This is totally in the wheelhouse it's, here. Uh, it's great. It's great. It's not perfect. I mean it was his first movie and it was on a budget of probably like a million dollars. But it's 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 some of like the best joke writing ever. Especially if you grew up Mormon that he hits a lot of stuff on the head. So he's got a Mormon thing are He's got a Mormon. Are one of them yeah. Mormon? No, they grew up around Mormons in Colorado, uh-huh. and they they are the only I think people that have ever written Mormon jokes and gotten it absolutely right. Mm. Because uh, because mo- most people don't really know anything about Mormons because they're pretty obscure. So it's like they don't drink and mm. polygamy and right. actual Mormons like the main church hasn't <laughs> been polygamous. Uh, uh-huh. For like 120 years, for sure, um, or maybe 130 now. But um, mm. I mean, but they're justified. I mean, I went to school with Mormon kids in Mormon six that were sects that were polygamists. So, oh yeah. But that being said, the the actual Mormons, uh, like the main branch, haven't been polygamists in a while. And that's the one I grew up in was the main one. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, they. So Trey Parker, and Matt Stone are the only ones to really get that culture and I feel like people who are, grew up Mormon and came out it's hard for them to criticize it because mm. they still they have family that's still in it right and and a lot of them are very bitter you know what I mean oh. so I feel like the best objective roasting of Mormons comes from right. Trey Parker and Matt Stone nice um, that's why the Book of Mormon is so good because they're not like oh they're idiots they really in, you know investigate yeah. The feeling behind being a Mormon. Nice. They, they really get it right. It's, I still haven't seen that. I haven't either. It's in town right now. Maybe oh? we could go. If, we, if you have an extra hundred bucks and another extra hundred for me, <laughs> we could go. I got a credit card. That's kind of like the same thing. You want to do it? <laughs> you want to go to Book of Mormon on your credit card? <laughs> <laughs> There's worse shit to spend it on, probably. Yeah. I'm open. I won't pressure you. But, uh, oh, sitting in the dirt. Yeah, just getting. This is my country roots. Yeah, yeah, we're both a couple of... You're from Billings? Country boys. Where are you from? Yeah, Billings. Hmm. Born and raised. Born and raised, Billings. It's it's a pretty 
redneck sounding name. Billing. So it's Salt Lake City. Salt. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Salt. You're uh, you're a long way from home. This here is a shithole. <laughs> this is Salt Lake City, buddy. <laughs> we got here. We said fuck it. <laughs> we'll just be here. We'll just stay. Here. And I was embarrassed by telling people that I it was a Salt Lake. So we just. <laughs> I'd granted that Mormonism. I'm sure the way that played out is the same way. Discovering that Mormonism is a uh, is a big old hunk of fucking horseshit. Mm. It's probably the same thing where it's like, oh, we got a lake now, and they're probably like down at the lake, and they're like, <laughs> uh, so Brigham, people want to come see this lake, and he's like, uh, maybe later. Let's let them build the town, and then maybe I'll reveal uh, the true nature of this lake. A bunch of water here, everybody will love it, and it's a miracle. Everybody likes salt, you know. <laughs> I dip my eggs in there, baby. Come on now. Also build a brewery. But I'll also found a church, or be one of the, basically a founder of a church that, uh, you know, alienates people for having drank the drink and gives them extreme guilt. But I'm going to have a brewery, and I'm going to fuck a lot of different women. <laughs> but you better stick to one, my descendants. <laughs> I'm going to fuck some, some, I'm going to fuck some kids. Joseph Smith married a 14-year-old. Yeah. Whoops. Pretty cool. Hey, it was, it was an old time. Different times. It's a different time. I have a bit about that where it's like, you know, all you need, you know, people like, it's a different time, you know, where it's like, cool, so I just need a flux capacitor to go and be with the kids. <laughs> Doc Brown's like, where are we going? We don't need consent. <laughs> That's a bit. That's a copyrighted. I mean, I might as well go into it. Yeah, I, I've been slipping it. in and out of bits. I'm That's sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Yeah. No, only only a little bit. Yeah. Only a little so bit. This dickless stuff is fresh. <laughs> right off. This third eye stuff, this dickless stuff. <laughs> you know. Um, but maybe we yeah, will discuss about whether you'll bleep the material so these Billings people will pay to come see it. That's a preview. That's just the taste, Billings. <laughs> I'll be downtown soon. Would you ever come to Billings to hang out for a second? Yeah, why not? I know you. I know, what's her name? Mary Sludge Kitty? Sludge Kitty, Mary Kate, yeah. Sludge Kitty, Mary Kate. What up? Yeah. Um, yeah. We do that festival cool. up there. You could come and do a comedy set. I'm down. Or I could show movie. Yeah. Do you show films? We should. Yeah. Yeah. What is this DIY thing? The festival? Um, is that what you mean? Or are you asking what is DIY culture? I know. Well, uh, DIY is it's like bohemian. Yeah. You know, you're knitting and yarning and... You're building your own car out of fucking, t uh, you know, pins. Yeah. Like Bernie, Bernie pins, you'd make a vehicle out of that. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Something like that, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I'm into that. I mean, I, I pretty much live that lifestyle, you know. Yeah. Well, that's it. And, like, podcasting itself is just pretty DIY. Like, yeah. you can carry it's around. It's harder to be. LA's more. You're just in in, uh, uh, in the vicinity of so much money and success. It's harder to be like, I'm poor. I, I knit my own stuff. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, if you're going out to be like, I want to go date some girls. Uh, they're just like, why would they date you? And they can date this dude who's two years younger than you and is worth two million. Right. You know what I mean? So For it's sure. like, sorry, buddy, but maybe you want to sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> so the DIY thing, it's in in LA. I mean, there's definitely that aesthetic here, but it's it's more hip. It's more infused with like art, and artists have money out here, or ah, they tend to. I see. Or more early, or they're trying to. So right. it, it's hard to like. 
be a broke artist in LA. I mean, I love that life, mm. but um, it's uh, there's like weird shame in it. You know oh. what I mean? I, I mean, I'm proud of it. I'm proud to survive as long as I have here as yeah. an unemployable freak with no dick and no nibs. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm slipping into bits. You know, the 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 the. the the employer's like, why, why do you want to work for us? I'm like, well, we're going, we don't need consent. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, why don't you like my bids? <laughs> no, I have I a job. I'm not that insane, yeah. But yeah, I just, that's the, the, the tricky thing, because I like got into comedy because of being socially awkward. Yeah. You know, in a genuine, in a pretty genuine sense, being yeah. pretty freaked out by people. Mm-hmm. Uh, or being shy, maybe mm-hmm. liking people, but being shy. Anxious? Yeah, very, very anxious fellow. So people are like, you're funny. Why don't you, uh, why don't you just joke around, be a waiter? And it's like, it's not that kind of joking around. Like you saw how we, I started joking around with you. I don't. You can't do that. I'm not going to do that as I'm waiting at table. Just like, why don't Ken dolls have a dick? You know what I mean? (laughs) Aren't they fucking our kids up? (laughs) So that'll be a salad on the side. (laughs) But but my G.I. Joe's have nips. (laughs) So salad on the side. What's going on? Houston. I don't think that would fly very good. No. <coughs> so, yeah, I mean, what's hard about it? Tell me about what the fuck you go through, I guess. What's hard about Can't, it? No, yeah. my image, it's not hard. I'm not struggling. <laughs> I'm really cool. That's the thing, because people... Uh-huh. The the thing about the L.A. life, I, th- I think, that is important, too. Like, I like live here because I, I love it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's no other place I'd rather live. Because I like that there's a lot of struggling artists in the same place. Mm-hmm. And they feed off of each other and they help each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, I like the community element. Whereas a lot of people, I think, are afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, everybody does what you do. Oh, no. You know, mm-hmm. but really, I think that's a great... Um, I think that's a beautiful thing. That's one of the things I like about it. Is mm-hmm. there's a million fucking people making movies. Right. Which just increases... <laughs> the chance I'm going to bump into someone that I want to make a movie with, right. you know what I mean? Or I want to work on something with her. For sure. I like that. Whereas in a place like Salt Lake... Uh-oh. Mind if Fall. I get this? No, sure. Hello? Just on the... Yes, this is him. Hi, Jackson. My name's Patricia. I'm just calling to see if you, if you have voted already. I haven't. Is it too late? Nope. Tomorrow's the last day. Are you gonna be out? Be, are you gonna be out to vote? Yes, I'm. I'm gonna vote for Bernie Sanders. Whoop! Hooray, yay! Are you campaigning for him for Bernie? Oh. Uh, 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 and remind them some people tend to forget their life is busy or whatnot. Um, but I have a quick question for you, Jackson. Um, uh-huh. Before I hang up. Yeah. Do you that large corporations should pay their fair share of property taxes? Um, I think large corporations should pay their fair share of a big salary to me. <laughs> I think large corpor I think large corporations should write me a big check personally. As as uh, reparations for everything they they've done to the white man's culture to make it a sterile and lifeless husk, uh, I think corporations are are the epitome of everything evil uh, and wrong with the world. So yes, I do think they should pay their fair share of property taxes. Okay. So I'm glad that I've got some input on that. 
Maybe that was a little much, but, but uh, sorry, I, I you caught me in a moment. I just uh, I was overtaken by emotion. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Okay. Um, okay, that's it for this evening. Thank you. Enjoy, enjoy your night, okay? Thank you. Thanks for the call. <coughs> I was waiting for you to start talking about nipples. No, I didn't want to torture her that way. I went a little too far just, yeah. just saying <laughs> how I felt about corporations. <laughs> I didn't know I felt that way until it just came out of me. I mean, they're the, they're the worst. Yeah. They're the worst. It's bad. If you work for a corporation, anytime a company goes corporate, the, the workplace becomes sterile and fucking freakish yeah. and, and subhuman. Yeah. Post-human. Post-human Post -human. robotic fucking... I don't know. There's just, you know, to the point where you can't really speak your mind as a human being. It, it beca That's why people at work are such a fucking bore. Mm-hmm. I'm so hungry. I want to go sleep. Wish I was still asleep because they can't talk about who they really are because mm. they, that that wouldn't that wouldn't chive with. That's weird. I just feel like, I feel like the epitome of white culture is like corporate. Like, yeah. oh, hello, how are you doing? Just this weird, creepy. Because white culture has no, you know what I mean? It has yeah. no roots or something. It has roots, but every the you know the history. There's all this like weird fucked up shit. So it's hard to be like, who are my ancestors? I'm proud of when they're mm. all they're all fucking murderous Assholes. fucking. They're alpha males, dog. Yeah, don't get mad at them for being alpha, bro. But that's the thing. It's been replaced because it's not really hip to go and fucking. Well, I mean, in the Middle East, it's still hip to go and <laughs> fuck their shit up and super hip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're on, we're on our last leg of that, but but I mean, I feel like the white. This the white man's need to absorb everything. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's epitomized in this w creepy corporate fucking. Because mm. a corporation's goal, good good news for a corporation would be like you own Earth. Mm. No one would ever say no to that. Every mm. every company is trying to get as big as possible and right. they'll do whatever it takes. And that is what that's the flaw. That's the cutthroat flaw. Because the growth is good and there's money and I mean it works until it doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, certainly doesn't work for me. I go in there, I drop my pants, I got no dick, I got no nibs. And I'm like, who's the freak? And I and I and I say, I you know, I'd, I'll wash windows, I'll wash you. Um, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. Um, I'll 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 berate a nice woman on the phone about <laughs> how much I hate corporations. I'll do anything. You pay me. <laughs> And uh, and the sad thing is, you say I'll do anything, and you just you're just trying to live, mm. and you do the anything, and anything to them is a fucking rejects job. It's a it's a it's a dead end freak show. Mm. So if you're cleaning their toilet or mopping mm. their floors, they're not grateful. They they look at you as a, as a necessary evil, this filthy fucking thing they have to look at every day. Mm. Um, that's my experience with the workplace. Maybe I've got some baggage. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You do sound you like a very neutral party on this. Actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Is, I'm just venting about my last job. Oh. So what was that? I worked at MedMen. Oh, you did? At, I worked at, uh, yeah. I worked the at, Apple Store of Weed Shops? Uh, yeah, the creepy fucking... So creepy. I worked in the warehouse, though. Oh, okay. In the warehouse. I mean, I probably, I'm probably more of a dispensary guy. I mean, I'm very sexy. Mm. <laughs> I'm cute. Chiseled jawline. Great fashion sense. Uh, as you can see, my Article 2 right to bare arms, belt buckle. Tell him how I look. Yeah, he's wearing... um some nice dress shoes that mm. are brown. They look a little bit like cowboy boots, actually. 
<laughs> yeah, they look like cowboy boots when mixed with... Uh, they do, yeah. Well, you said that you dressed up... I don't know if you were serious when you said you dressed up Montana. I did. I was kind of like leaning that way a little bit because I wanted to make you feel at home. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And so I took you out here in the woods. But yeah, you have a really pretty mouth. A what? You have a pretty mouth. Thank you. I'm referencing Deliverance. And oh. Run. Deliverance. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't either, but I know they go, you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's in that? I think, uh, fuck, I think Gene Hackman is in it. Oh. I think he's one of the dudes getting uh, countrified, <laughs> to use the parlance of our times. <laughs> you know what that movie's about? It, it's about, if I'm not mistaken, it's about two dickless, nipless freaks uh, taking their revenge on these breeders. <laughs> what, are they, it's about ligers? It's about two ligers who can take the form of men and play a banjo to lure two city slickers into an all-night sex romp. And I'm talking about hot shit. I'm talking about bone hard. <laughs> I don't know how we got on this topic before I was so rudely interrupted. I don't know um, how we got on this topic. I think we've been in a lot of places. Yeah, but maybe maybe I should defer to you. We're, maybe. Maybe I should let you take the reins again. Maybe well, I... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay. I let's um so I country to ask that lady about voting. How to vote. How to vote. Where to go. You didn't know? No. You had her right there. Did she ask you if you had a plan? Uh no. No, I I, I just went off about how <laughs> corporations were the ultimate her. evil. I didn't yell you at were her. Screaming at her. I didn't scream at her. I was sitting right here. I I, I kind of I think I'd probably get off on like Busting open that that weird like sterile like oh hello yeah well, you'll be you know a weird like really kind of bland phone call and I like to express real feelings there because the person's like uh All right okay oh oh god yeah yeah hey, um, at least I didn't tell her I had no dick no you didn't I wanted you to no I wanted I you to start talking to about Ken dolls I just be like okay yes I do think they should pay taxes do you think Barbie should have nipples I do. <laughs> We are weirding the kids out. <laughs> um, so, I was trying to ask you about, like, coming to the country. Oh, coming to the city. So, this is something... <laughs> I just, like, have not spent that much mm-hmm. time in cities. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. And... Do they frighten you? They scare me. Yeah. They're big, yeah. They're, uh... They're so big. I like... I like a, I like the... I like it better just because it's a little more lush. Because it's a little more... I mean, diverse ideologically and racially uh-huh. where it's like there's in the biggest cities there's all kinds of people from all kinds of places mm-hmm. so you get this really rich this vitamin rich mix what is billings like white as hell yeah yeah salt lake's pretty white but it was getting more diverse when i left yeah there's um, native that's why i left and here if i get to la it's you know, even more diverse, you know. Yeah. I ran, you know. I, uh, Salt Lake was getting more diverse. I said, I, I've got to skip town. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, around. that's good. I would never say that. Um, <laughs> no, no. I left because to pursue my dreams. I mean, I love Salt Lake. And it actually is pretty diverse, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but. How big is it? Like 400K or something? Yeah, I think half a mil. I think the mm. full Salt Lake Valley is like a million. Oh, wow. Okay. 
because uh, there's the Salt Lake Valley, and then there's there's like there's Ogden. Uh, right. No, Ogden's a little more north. Uh, what am I thinking? There's the Salt Lake, and there's the Salt Lake Valley, which is a bunch of bullshit suburb uh, dip fuck uh, shitholes. Um, I don't mean that. <laughs> it was just such a fucking bland. It was so ugly. The layout of that place. Mm. Salt Lake had a little bit of like culture and imagery and architecture where you're like, oh, it's a city. And then you'd go south and it's like the fucking Walmart district where they got this Costco's and yeah, and, and fields of fields of wheat and weeds and Costco's and parking lots. Yeah, yeah, just really a vulgar. And you know, and corporate corporations will dump their their office spaces there. Mm. And it's just was an ugly fucking. Even before I lived there, I was like, "This is a dirty, ugly city." And in the winter, there's this thing called inversion. Where mm. The air is so bad because the mountain valley traps the air. Yeah, I had that uh, where I went to school. Yeah, 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 and it gets so smoggy <laughs> that some days it won't even be a cloudy day, and the sun will be blotted out like it is a cloudy day. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's just from the fog. Yeah. This is in Salt Lake? Not fog, smog. Smog, the air I'm sorry. Is worse yeah. in LA. No the shit. The air is worse out there, yeah. Oh. Um but um Yeah, it just it just was a fucking ugly <coughs> place and everything is so tethered to Mormonism where you're Mormon or you're not because the Mormon headquarters is there. Mm. So everyone in Utah has a relationship with Mormonism whether they want to or not mm-hmm. because it's the dominant culture and everything is so fucking bogged down by that. So nice to leave that behind and mm. being Mormon be some kind of novelty where my used to be Mormon jokes are like actually like strong ammunition as a comedian rather than like no shit. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, it's part of your perspective. But now I, I realize how how mind fucked I am because everything I make is either about sex or like Jesus. <laughs> it's like, huh, I wonder, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> Just a regular guy. I don't know why I'm not getting laid more. The vid, the editing's great. Yeah. Come on. It's sexy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, many a girl will, will hit me up and be like, let's get a drink. You're cute. And then they look at the videos and clearly they're like, you know what? Let's not. <laughs> really? You it's, think that happens? Yeah, oh, it's happened a couple of times. <laughs> Definitely happened here and there. But, um, <laughs> they're just like, oh my God. Stay um, yeah. I mean, you watch the vids. You thought they were funny, but I like them, but I'm a freak as well. I think you're a little freak. You're a pasty white <laughs> freak, a little white treat. And a what? You're never leaving this garden. A treat? You're you're a tasty treat. <laughs> My roommates are gonna enjoy <laughs> partaking <laughs> in your nectar when they arrive home. <laughs> There's three of them and me. <laughs> you're just gonna have to stay put. Now. I feel like you're seducing me. Actually, no. It's because no. oh, we didn't get the kissing moaning before. Remember? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God damn it, I'm trying to change my image and every time I get a microphone in front of me, I'm just like, fuck me, fuck me. Um, So to do a mic test, I just went, oh no. Because the last time I tried to kiss, I just burst into tears. It's a lot of sad memories about love. I'm glad we remembered that one. Oh, oh no. That's what it was like. I tried to donate Mm-mm. sperm and I missed the cub. <laughs> and that's the feeling. If you're trying to donate sperm and you miss the cub, you go, oh, oh <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. The money shot is gone. Yeah. <laughs> and some still got in there and they rejected my... Uh, Your I, think I, told, I think I'd like... 
very scatter scatter shot told the person like I I I can admit not all of it uh, got in but there's still some uh <laughs> okay okay any any clear any any all the, so all that I don't know if you've donated plasma or any of that loser I have, shit yeah. yeah I noticed you got the it? On your I left arm, yeah, I see you got. That was the, the one because I was in college, so I was like, to have sky. My, yeah, I got one too. My right arm, so I could uh, shit, write. Shit, shit like that, where it's like you're doing it because. Wait, do you actually donate sperm? I tried. They rejected my seed. Oh, they did actually. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it was because of trace amounts of. They looked at your Instagram. Yeah, they looked at my Instagram <laughs> and they were like, "Do we really want <laughs> this guy?" Imagine tracking down your birth donor and it's me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, but I've got no dig. <laughs> that was that was the easy one. Son, son, please don't turn away. <laughs> please, <laughs> please, son. <laughs> oh shit! Um, where is the time gone? Do you want to take a break and smoke some weed? Uh, sure. Can we do that. Yeah, that's, that's what you'd like to do. Okay. And we're back. We're back in. Shut those animals up. Um, yeah, so we went and got more high to try and level the thing out because we thought it was it was going off the rails, you know? It was kind of a little crazy. We're going to get this back together, man. I'm going to get your fan base back. I shit on Billings. <laughs> I said I didn't have a dig. <laughs> or nips. There goes, there goes your fucking market share. What is your audience like? These people that listen. Um, we're talking eight ten people. We're talking t- twelve people. Like fifty. Oh, I'm kidding with you. I'm fucking with you. Oh, I uh, or yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I uh, no, I uh, I only shit on you because I know the life of uh, you know putting out a lot of consistent good work and uh, having perhaps a limited market share. <laughs> right. But uh, they're growing. But I don't know. That's the thing about Instagram stuff is like every video you put out, there's like, you got you got to lose followers on. Oh, um, each one has got to lose some people. I don't think know? that's how the math works, is it? I, I I'm just saying that like chances are, especially when you're putting out a little freak show. I like, got you. Like Daddy does a dickless nippless freak um, show. Yeah. Um, when you're doing that. I feel like a lot of people jump the ship, <laughs> but I haven't looked at the numbers in a while. I'm following less. I'm following the visually interesting people because that's what I want to oh. see on my feed is cool looking shit. Not yeah. Like, you know, I noticed about cornmeal. I don't know. There's a lot of vapid. Oh. You know what I mean? If you if you were to scroll through social media, of there, there's something about it that is. And and it's not necessarily its own fault because it's, it's these thoughts were not designed to be interconnected mm. other than maybe through the algorithm so if you scroll through it uh, it all just seems self-indulgent and irritating i see and meaningless right but if you only accept beautiful art like sludge kitty is one of the people i will permit on my feed for sure because her drawings are awesome uh and i'm going to commission her oh. to do some work are you yeah, i am like yes. what uh, this this video this film I'm putting out about a giant Christian teddy bear who who does battle with an evil pyramid scheme. Cool. Uh, it's gonna be this. It's gonna be like a big teddy bear like firing a machine gun. I want her to draw that. Animate. 
animate it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's interested in that, I know. I, I Sorry, I meant just draw. I'd be, I'd be down for her to animate it. Oh, just draw. But uh, I got she, like a looping thing of a teddy bear. Like, Yeah. Um, how do we get on this topic? Shooting. We were talking about followers and Instagram. Oh, God. Bad. God, yeah. So you all bleep that last minute. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it. Yeah. I'm just leaving it all right out to dry. Hang me out to dry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Social media is vapid and distracting, but it's also my best means of putting my work out. Yes. You know what I mean? This is the bullshit, isn't it? Because uh, it's a pretty direct way to publish things. Yeah, and I've and my my work has done better on Instagram than any other medium. Definitely better than better than YouTube. That being said, I have gotten some pretty hot hits on YouTube. Hundred K, sixty K. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've had some vids. That's cool. Get hot. Get hot. Yeah, I've had some hot ones. H a w t. Yeah, some were Nazis and some were not. Should I elaborate? Yeah. I made this little Jewish action piece called Goy Hunters mm. with my Jewish buddy in Salt Lake. It's very silly. It's where we hunt down men who appropriate Jewish culture and we circumcise them <laughs> forcibly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, talk to talk, walk to walk. <laughs> and Weird Al is the main antagonist because okay. people think he's a Jew and he's not. He's just a Gentile. Mm. And I'm not Jewish, but we it's wrote a fucking in, phony. Yeah, we wrote, we write in a nice plot twist where I'm a, I'm like a German in disguise. It was just a silly thing. It was but, a silly. But there were real Nazis that liked it. There were real Nazis that both liked it and hated it. Mm. And pe- people put it on fucking Daily Stormer, and it got all this weird fucking alt right attention. Oh, cool. So yeah, now I got to make the sequel. Yeah. Where I hunt down the Nazis. Mm. You know, where I play myself hunting Nazis to watch good. my my movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That being said, so there that was a lot of the subscribers on my YouTube channel was fucking people who were in that world and it was fucking freaky. Some yeah. were just regular people that liked the shit. That's Others weird. were freaky fucking people. Yeah. But uh but luckily I got another vid that got some hot, some heat. Yeah. That brought like a hundred thousand you know, regular people into the folds. Now I've doubled my subs, so it's fifty percent Nazi. My my YouTube channel is America. We have Nazis on the right. They're all Nazis. Yeah. We know every Republican <laughs> is a Hitler hiling. I want everyone in Billings to know. I know you're all Nazis. Mm. I know it. You're from everyone who's not on the coast. Yeah, Nazi. <laughs> you are. I don't Sludge Kitty. No Nazi. No, no. Uh, I'm kidding. I shouldn't say that. You're kidding? I was. Have you been kidding this whole time? I was kidding this whole time. <laughs> this whole conversation. Yeah, I think it's time to let you know. I was just joking. That was all made up. No, 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 not the, not the video. No, not yeah, the video. no, that's good. The video that that's a real deal. That's pretty sweet. Just goofy. How long is it? It's like 15 minutes. Oh, got some some girth to it. It's got some girth. There's there's also a an uncut version. <laughs> Actually, I should say there will not be an uncut version. That is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's weird uh, unintentionally getting pulled into that world. Did you interact with any of them, or like in the, through the comments? Yeah. Sometimes. How? Like, give me, oh give god! Me I mean, sometimes it's chill, and it's, it's just like, like, yo, like, what up? LOL, shalom, brother. <laughs> so the on the good side, it's like LOL, shalom, brother, and on the positive, on the negative side, it's like you fucking Jew. Yeah. And then some comments on other videos would be like, not bad for a Jew. Oh, it's just wow. like, Jesus Christ. 
I'm not Jewish. He's the, the <laughs> other guy. He's the one you want. <laughs> I'm like you. Please. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird uh, time in our... The internet, yeah. The, that's the thing, the internet. People who would just be a lone freak in town that no one talked to, they find they're, they're the other they're lone people. freaks. Yeah. Through the web. And now that's how the Nazis came back is uh, the World Wide Web. Amazing. What what technology? Restoring Hitler's diseased flesh since 1990. <laughs> Resurrecting Hitler through a, a binary network of <laughs> Nazi freaks. Hitler's back. <laughs> Thanks, Internet. <laughs> that was the Pentagon that produced that shit, too. Yeah, the Pentagon was like, we need Hitler back now. <laughs> <laughs> if you, yeah, if you, if you traced the different uh, alt-right you know, white supremacist groups. Yeah. It forms Hitler's brain. That's it. It forms the eugenics. It, it forms a perfect <laughs> Hitler's, you know, eugenics program. Yeah. <laughs> um, who are you? Do you have favorite stand-up bleep comics? All, oh, the rest of, bleep all of that. No, I'm not bleeping any of it. Okay. <laughs> How do we get here? Um, I should let me ask you about your new shit again with comedy. Yeah. Who do you like? Do you have people That's you consider? That's personal. I don't answer those questions. You don't? I'm kidding. No. Like in like stand-up, in, in, in film, in... Yeah. Where, where, where do you want well, to Well, I was start? talking comedy. Stand-up comedy. dudes. Stand-up dudes. Hicks is my guy. I think oh, Hicks right. was my... That was the first comic where I was like, I want to be that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hicks is sick. Because um, like I liked... Oh, yeah. I think he's the best alive. Yeah. Stanhope is the best alive. So fucking good. He's insanely good. Um, there's a guy blowing up here named Tim Dillon who oh. is getting some serious steam. Nice. Very, very funny. Very, because he's in, he's in like that hot takes kind of, he's like one of the few comedians that seems to be able to, in a sort of centrist way, walk the line and, and, and talk about what's hot in the news without being like, well, you know, obviously as a Democrat, yeah. I like to keep things cool, you know, or being like, oh, fuck this shit, fuck yeah. this fucking PC. He's like, he rides the line really well. Nice. He's really in the know. He's crushing it. Uh, um, David Cross was a big. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Patton Oswalt is really really funny. I saw a uh, fucking Dane Cook while, while I was mm-hmm. here. You saw him? Yeah, he was at the comedy store. I, I went to a show over there. Oh, nice. How Did not that? expect much. We were just like trying to go to the comedy store, right? And like I always hated Dane Cook. So, uh-huh. like, he just yelled and stuff, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this set was really good. I'm sure. Well, that's the thing about I think a dude like Dane Cook. It's easy to like break it down from a distance, but I think if a stand-up's really talented, like Dane Cook is, whether or not you like his writing, yeah, you feel it when you're in the room. Where you're like, he's actually like doing something. I mean, he's he's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a reason he's selling out for sure arenas and shit. What was his material better than you remembered? Was it yeah. material as well? Yeah, nice. He talked. Well, of course, there's like the aspect of him being an old, accomplished comic. Mm-hmm. And there's also he's got like a twenty year old girlfriend. He's got a young girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, he got he got shamed for that for sure. Which whatever, but it was funny because he brought that up and was joking about that shit. And um, I forgot who else was on that fucking bill. I have to look back. Oh, uh, Sam Morrill. Hmm. He's funny. I I actually don't uh, I don't follow stand up in an obsessive way the yeah. same way I do like movies. Oh okay. 
So sometimes comics will be like, do you know this guy? Do you know? And I'm just like not really a comedy nerd as far as stand-up. That's funny. Concerned. I'm that way with music, actually. I don't really, for being a musician, I don't know a lot of really? music, it seems. Who do you, who do you dig? Uh, lately, I've been really into this band, Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridge. Bright Eyes. No, it's it's a new one. Wow. Um, project. Is her name Phoebe Bridges or Bridges? I keep fucking that up. Um, but I've been obsessed with... It's one of their albums. They're called Be- Better Oblivion Community Center, mm. I think. But Connor Oberst is a fucking great writer. I've always liked him. Yeah. That's been good. I enjoy uh, what, what I've heard. He, I, <laughs> that was a different time in my life. He, mm. my, my buddy, so my band split up. I kind of got kicked out of my band because oh. I was having a nervous breakdown. When was that? Was vacant. This is high school. Yeah. But they, they leaned in more of the Connor Oberst, a little more quote-unquote emo yeah. direction. So I, I need to re- revisit mm. this Bright Eyes, this Conor Oberst. He's very he's very Elliot Smith esque. I feel like is he an influence? I yes. I like time. I like Elliot Smith a lot. I need to get into Elliot Smith. I like him. I mean, I really only know him through Royal Tenenbaums for the, the wrist slitting scene. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's some good stuff. You like uh, Wes Anderson then? I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like so Wes your, Anderson. My my movie, movie guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta get in bed with the Tarantino. Uh-huh. He's a, he's a ballsy fella. I relate to him uh-huh. a lot. Um, uh, you know, you got your Tarantinos, you got your Coens, you know, mm. no, there's no denying their greatness. For sure. Uh, Wes Anderson. Those are my, like my big, those Tom have always been my big three. Yeah. But there's also, when I got older, uh, you know, I discovered Terry Gilliam. Okay. You know, his like visual sensibilities I probably relate to more than any other director because okay. it's always kind of batshit and Who, really what did intense. he do he did brazil uh-huh. which is like a, it's basically a, a black comedy version of like 1984 oh. or yeah uh you know you know corporate like government red tape just suffocating you to death uh-huh. it's really prophetic it came out in 85 and oh. it's like the government is terrorizing the its citizens in the name of hunting terrorists oh good yeah i've never heard of that before right, right. uh <laughs> but uh jk get it uh, but um, he did Brazil, which is like a masterpiece, and he also did Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas oh. and Twelve Monkeys. And, oh yeah, um, he he came under fire recently because he was like shitting on PC culture, which I mean he's eighty, so no shit. Yeah, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's one of my favorites. John Carpenter oh. is great. Um, Lynch, that's one oh, one I always Big forget Lynch. to bring up. Yeah, it's like. You, there's no denying that Lynch you would has been like an influence Lynch, in, the, sure. in the. I that's the thing. I always describe my uh, my work to people as if Lynch had sex with Tarantino. Nice. You know, there's like there's kind of because Tarantino's very on the nose. Mm. Like I am, but he does it in such a way. He always does it gracefully. He's right. always on the nose in like a graceful way. Sure. And but Lynch is not on the nose. Which ever. is weird as fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Also in a graceful way. Yeah. But yeah, Wild at Heart and like Brazil are probably like my favorite flicks ever. Nice. But also, you know, there's the basics. I'm a big Star Wars geek. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that, that original trilogy is, is like, or at least the first two movies are like cinematic masterpieces mm. as far as like Pop. physical works. You know what I mean? The as practical as... effects. Like oh. The, the fact that like every prop in there is a is a work of art, mm. you know what I mean. Every robot they built, every every bit of design is another artist's yeah. thing, you know. That's cool. Um, 
Yeah, where, where, before I was really interrupted, um, but fuck all those people. Yeah. What I want to say, Lucas Lynch, Tarantino, Anderson. I want to talk about Lynch. I just saw Eraserhead again. Fuck him. Fuck him. He's a hack. Lynch, hack. I'm the new, I'm the new sheriff in town. Okay, Twin Peaks season three. Fuck it. Masterpiece. No way. Completing 30 years of storytelling. He's a hack. <laughs> Fucking hack. A scope like that. Yeah. Get real. Yeah. 30 seconds. That's all you need. 10 seconds. Get their attention. Get out. <laughs> 25 years of storytelling. Intricate. Developed. Fuck it. That's old news, it's Bullshit. That's old news. What were you saying? Eraserhead is really cool. I hadn't seen mm. that since college, and I just saw it in like a couple months oh, ago. Oh, yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's so scary. It's wonderful. I love it. Uh, I've it's always, terrifying. Yeah. I've been stricken by like how the voices in Lynch's movies sound. Yeah. Like they always sound really empty, like they're in a hollow room essentially like there's this reverb to it and the it makes voices. it just the audio quality of them is like hmm. disturbing to me did you, did you watch his latest short that he put out no where he's a homicide detective interviewing a monkey <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> he like put his own lips on on this monkey's face oh. and he plays the monkey oh wow he's in love with this chicken named Tutatabon <laughs> Tutatabon <laughs> Yeah, that's worth your time. Yeah, Lynch rules. Um, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, Cam Jackie makes all of that look like trash. Yeah. Uh, out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. I always say so. Um, but what about you? What kind of music do you like to play? I do all sorts of music. I have a upright bass that I bought. Oh, nice. Like... <coughs> was it last summer or the year before? And girls like it. Yeah. They do. They do. That's good. Because it's big. Do you like it? I like it. I've learned, you know what happens to me. Hang on, give me a moment. Yeah. Get your jacket back on. I was on a date last night. She paid. Um, <laughs> and I realized... <laughs> I realized that... That's a great line. <laughs> uh... Thank you. I'll, I'll use it in the act. Yeah, put it in there. She, buddy, she paid. Um, that that sounds bad. I meant she paid for the drink. Yeah, yeah. She paid. <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll all pay. But 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 seriously, girls, if you if you go the on a date with me, if it, girls, if you go on a date with me, you will pay. You will all pay. You will pay for dinner. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking guy too. Rogers is that that guy's name? Are you referring Elliot to that Roger. on purpose? Um, the video, Elliot Rogers. I wasn't necessarily, oh, but I, you know. I, I mean, my buddy cast me as basically that. I oh. played that in a movie once. Yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely a line. The creepy guy that like shot up the sorority house. Um, made a video about it right before. Was that Elliot Roger? I think he didn't shoot up a sorority house. He just cruised. Was that it? Uh, was he in Santa Monica? This is before. Um, but there was a guy who shot up a sorority house, right? What yeah. was his line? Well, you fuck all... Me. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't anybody fuck You're me? just dropping James Bond one-liners. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I was going to talk to you about Blood Meridian. Do you read books? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a big reader these days. Nice. The transit hath made me a reader of again. Of course. Um, I've been getting big into Bukowski and uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Mm. Surprise, surprise. What, what uh, Hunter S. Thompson stuff? Uh, I read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and I read uh, um, this. Uh, it's called uh, 
generation of swine shame of degrade shame and degradation in the 80s nice and it's all about like uh the 88 presidential election and mm. recapping like the reagan years <laughs> he hates reagan hates george bush senior it's great it's mm. great he was um, he was a badass for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fear and Loathing's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Bukowski's really funny. Yeah, Bukowski. Yep. I relate to him as far as being like of the, the unemployable, the misogyny. No, no, the not that. Violence. I mean, I relate to him being lusty and just like, mm, look at that, and look at that, yeah, and look at that. He's just disgusting that. for sure. But <laughs> he's also just a dude who wants to be left alone. Mm. Like his that's that's the part of him I related to before I had to like. Uh, come to terms with how he treats women in his books <laughs> yeah. um, was just him like just going from job to job and mm. not being able to hold it down because he doesn't give a shit mm. about it. He doesn't relate to the workforce. Mm. And the workforce is, uh, has always been something that I right. found very alien and weird and like that they want you to be someone, you know what I mean? That so you're strange. not, and you're, and if you don't have the ability to be anyone but yourself, and if mm. you don't have the ability to perform in that way, mm. It's really fucking difficult. For sure. And that's why, that's why, that's always been my struggle with uh, traditional employment. That's why I related to Bukowski. Right. Um, mainly. Um, but if you replaced the booze with the weed, and if you replaced the rape with the uh, hitting on women mm. with f- futility, I am Bukowski. <laughs> hey, what's up? You go to college? <laughs> rape. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe you want to bleep that. <laughs> I'm not bleeping that. You knew that. I know, I know. Why no, did you no. say that? It's it's just, just the exaggeration of like... <laughs> just fucking uh, I don't know. Sometimes you make jokes like that because you feel guilty. Mm. If you hit on someone and you're turned down, even if you didn't do anything like gross, you still feel like you've put yourself out there and you're kind of exposed. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've ventured into a, a sphere. There, there's Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's shame. Mm. And I think that's a lot of motivation of... In my work, if it, in case anyone's wondering what exactly is going on there, uh, it's probably just more about feeling sexual shame than being like a sex thing. It's also being really horny and feeling ashamed of mm. being horny all the time. Mm. I'm kidding around. I don't have a dick. <laughs> it's all meditation. That's how you masturbate. Yeah. I. Is it masturbate? You said that your dad knocked himself up. Yeah, so he did. Can you meditate masturbatingly, or is this something chronic meditation? <laughs> Just can't stop. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, basically, what you do is you f- you think about you you think about the structure that's pleasing, but isn't um, isn't uh, uh, you know like a woman's body. Mm-hmm. You think about the Washington Monument, uh, Abe Lincoln. I think about architecture. Yeah. And then I, you know, and then that, and there'll be a little Buddha. That's the thing. I'll cum this Buddha out of my head. Oh, and I've got this cute little Buddha. Is he alive or it's just a figurine? He goes dead. And I have to put the thumb over the mouth. But, um, it's like with the kittens, right? My pregnant cat. Yeah. Um, my, one of my girlfriends was talking about how she had cats and and her her dad drove over a bag of them with the car. God. So you could just do that with your Buddhas. Why would, why was there a bag of cats? Well, because they wanted to put them down 
And so the, I guess the best way to do that was to... Oh. <laughs> Well, God. the other one is like throwing a bag of cats in the river, right? He drove over them. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So that's been my joke. Um, is like oh, that's my roommate. If Hello. nobody, if nobody takes these kittens from God. me, I'm just gonna do something horrible to them. Oh man. You don't like that? Is that too much for you? Yeah. Strangely, after all we've been through, <laughs> thing that that's was what got you. Too much for me was. <laughs> Because what's twisted about it is these uh, kittens that were, uh, the, you know what I mean? It's just not, I don't know. I don't think you have the right to do that. It's pretty gnarly. It's like, well, nobody wants them. They're a nuisance. And it's like, they, they weren't asked, you know, to be brought into the world. For sure. got to put them down. It's like, dude, come on. You're just going to murder them with a fucking, <laughs> at least euthanize them with a fucking, with a happy, sleepy pill. You know what I mean? Mm. Driving over a, <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's some Montana shit. That's some country shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not... My dad used to fucking put cats in a roll cage to train stray cats to train his dogs to hunt mountain lions oh. and put them in a roll cage and the dogs would, like, have at the cage. Oh. Looking back... Uh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, looking back, it's not... Uh, but the cat was caged. It wouldn't get physical contact from the dog. Well, later he would let the cat out and just let, fucking let the dogs... Have at it. Oh. Because I was, was just a stray. Oh, really? Other than that, my dad's... A, <laughs> I don't agree with that, looking back. <laughs> but that's a, the thing about these things. So, <laughs> you, you look at who a person is, you know what I mean? But mm. and then you also... Their belief system can maybe, obviously, impact their morality. Uh-huh. And when you believe in God, uh-huh. uh, and you essentially believe that animals are the instruments of man... Right. Which is a lot of people that believe in God do... Uh, Part of our dominion, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. So I think it really numbs empathy to animals when yeah. you believe in an afterlife and that animals are fine and they're whatever happens they to them, can't they feel pain. They'll go to heaven anyway. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there, a lot of things inform a mistreatment of animals. Yeah, the good that philosopher who was like, it's weird because I, you know. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll pin up an animal to the wall and just like slice it open and it makes a scream of pain. But an animal does not have a soul. I'm very curious about this. Is that Descartes, just, I think. Was, it, was he the dude who was just butchering animals and being like, why are they screaming? Well, I don't know if he did actually do. So that you're talking about a guy that actually did research about this? He was one of the, a philosopher like way back in the day who was slicing Jesus Christ. animals open. Yeah. And it was like, he was puzzled by their screams <laughs> of pain because an animal does not have a soul. Because yeah, yeah. when you think about how much the bullshit gets ingrained, uh. um, but you got to think of it from his perspective where it's like, that's science to him, the soul right. and all of that. So right. he's not like, obviously he's a thoughtful dude who's doing experiments. If he lived in our time, he would be in a fucking laboratory. Right. You know what I mean? But back then, he's just butchering this fucking, <laughs> gutting this fucking goat. He's like, that's crazy. It's screaming. <laughs> and he's the most thoughtful man of his generation, just hacking this fucking goat. What's going on? Why is it screaming? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or, or meow, See, you gotta, you, you gotta take context into account. You know, not everyone has the same beliefs, even if they might be wrong. Yeah. Hey, there's Sonic on the ice cream truck. Look. Oh, somebody's whistling. Mm. Um, oh, so uh, do you know, do you like Cormac McCarthy? Oh, yeah, sorry to... No. 
I just uh, brought that up. I love I love water. Cormac. I've read The Road and No Country. Yeah. Um, I really like his his gnarly fucking. He's dark. Dark, <laughs> dark, dark. I like Pitch, probably the most one of the most cynical writers I've ever read. It's so sick. Yeah, I like Steinbeck too. My favorite mm-hmm. novel is probably East of Eden. That was oh. a goodie. Um, I don't know that one. Very beautiful, very flowery, very yeah. uh, very elongated. But what were you saying about Blood Meridian? Oh, it's just been kind of fascinating being out here and reading that book. Because <coughs> uh, are we on the Blood Meridian? Huh? Are we on the Meridian? That's Texas, Mexico. Is the blood well, meridian. I suppose so, isn't it? But or is um, the Blood Meridian when when the sun is red? What well, does it mean? the subtitle of the book is the evening, or the the evening redness in the sky, or something. what the fuck is it? So basically, the book he's calling the book like the redness of like the blood redness in the sun, and it's super violent. It's about the West being settled, right? It's not necessarily just about yeah like, Texas and yeah. shit. Although that's the wasteland for sure that everybody's trying to like figure out. Yeah, and so there's scalpings and skulls exploding. It's and so dark. There's like one of the images out of it. Uh, it's a like a baby tree is what he calls it. Oh, jeez. So there's this fucking bush, and then these babies are put on it with, like, and they're put on the ends of the branches of the tree, and he says that they put the branches up through the bottom of their jaw and just hang the babies on this tree like that. And he has this this fucking prose, of course. Like, where, are like, they alive or are they dead? They're dead. But he says, like, oh, the line goody. is that they're their eyes like are left then just looking up it to the uh, up into the sky forever holy shit it's crazy well, fucking that's a shit bag of kittens right there that that's is a bag of kittens yeah um definitely <laughs> um did you pause it oh you didn't um your point <laughs> it's really good it's really dark and good it's um, like the most metal book i've ever fucking read for sure yeah he's always talking about like s- bits of skull and yeah. And yeah, his violence is very frank and in your face and, and really uh yeah, the road it's actually cosmic made me too. Yeah, the road made me more grateful for civilization because I ha- really hated just being in school and and, and, and you know yeah, testing and you yeah, know, just the system as it is and you know funneling you. I always fucking hated it. Mm. Just funneling you through and, and mm-hmm. it has to be this way and everything was just so like founded on like fear and and it's just like, I think my biggest problem with most of how our culture is set up today is nobody wants, the vast majority of people don't want uh, to do their job. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The vast majority of people are doing it because they are forced out they of have necessity. To. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not an honorable thing. It's not a dignified thing where it's like, we got a ranch, we got we to gotta make this work. You're, they're, they're put in low-level positions and treated. It's the way they're treated in these right. roles, you know what I mean, that is sickening to me. It's not that they're paid less and even necessarily. I mean, it is that they're paid less, but it, it, just, it just, I don't know. There, it just seems like, you know, it, it's debt slavery. Yeah. You know, and, and most people, they don't really have a choice. There's a, f- you know, there's a few people at the top that make the decisions and everyone else is sort of shamed into this creepy, like, obedience to this ideal that you're like, you know, if you really work hard, you'll be me. Yeah, yeah. And no no boss believes that. No boss wants their employee to be them. They want their employee Obviously. to be their employee. Yeah. Therefore, you know, 
I don't know, climbing the ranks. And it's, I don't know. I, I, I feel like being in school, they prepare you for like work life, which is sit down, shut up and do the thing. Yeah. But it's also like weirdly like corporate work life, like presentations and stuff oh. in college. It all feels very, the only thing that prepares you for is if you are in high level, like corporate environments, you know what I mean? Which I guess back in the day, if you went to college, that's where you ended up. Sure. Right. Um, that's funny, but it's just like another version of a test, right? Like this idea that tests don't really show anything about what you know. It, they just show how good you are at testing. They, well, they, they they show they show how how good of a little boy you are. Yeah, <laughs> they show how 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 good you are at, at having objective knowledge. Right. Um, and and that's good. But I I wasn't see I I didn't test well because it took me a long time. You know what I mean? I would think and think mm. and think and think about it. Right. Um, There's no time for that shit. And that's that makes me less intelligent because I think more about it. And, Weird. Yeah. And granted, I was thinking more about it because, well, part of it's anxiety because you want to be right. Uh, but the other part of it is is maybe uncertainty that would come from maybe a lack of the real concrete objective knowledge. Mm. But being a, a creative person, can you no get that mic up there a little more? Being a creative pitch now you for it. person, where that really is your natural, whatever is. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a gift, but it's also a curse. It's right. also very heavy. Because in in school when they're testing to see who the brightest star is, they're they're not going to see that. There's no yeah. creativity. Right. There is a right answer and there's a wrong answer. You you can't write down. Uh, even in the English prompts. Right. You know what I mean. Um, or all this time you spent thinking to try to produce a written answer. Yeah, yeah. You, don't you, see you, any you of can't. That. You know, it, it's just such a bland way to value a person's. Uh, or to measure someone's mind. For sure. But, I mean, that's the industrial, you know... Reality. It, it's, it's, you know, a, person, a person's life has a, a dollar sign attached to it. The more objectively you realize that your, your life really has a fucking... Mm. A dollar sign attached to it, whether you're an artist or a, or a technician or... You right. know what I mean? People really... They, you know, you will, you'll never escape... Um, how society feels about that, especially trying to date in this city, whoops. Yeah, that's not a great one, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not easy, but you kind of got to get over it. It's like buy the ticket, take the ride. If you want to come out here and mm -hmm. try and do it for real, then you're gonna you got to do it for more than like I want to I want to be loved. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like when I was put in my place last night. We went on a date. She paid. Uh, <laughs> she got the drinks. Um, and uh, it was a nice, I don't know, when you're with someone and you're like, tr you're trying to make a certain thing happen. Yeah. It's so limiting. Right. It's so not fun. But I mean, I think we there was a mutual attraction, but even then, you're trying to, you want to achieve. Yeah. You want to like, you want to kiss just be to establish that like, this is like that kind of thing. Right. And it's just such a narrow, well, is this, you know what I mean? And it limits, yeah. it sucks up all your energy. And at the end of it, you realize it's futile. Even if you had gotten the thing you wanted, yeah, you weren't happy doing that. Right. Um, so it's better to just spend time with someone and, and, and trying to get something out of it that's more uh, ethereal. Love that. Mean? Yeah, yeah. This is... It, it's just not a fulfilling thing. It's an urge. Uh. But usually you get it after all this time. You get the thing you wanted and it's... 
it's not the real thing that brings you ah. the most joy. Right. Even, even though it is exhilarating when it's like, oh my God, they like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it does motivate the work to like, I want to attract a mate. There's the, the peacocking. Mm. And I attract a lot of mates with my stuff. Mm. I mean, scroll through that image. Yeah. It's just girls DMing me all the time. A few. Yeah. Got a, there's a lady coming in from France and she's going to visit me. Really? But um, Hell yeah, dog. Oh. It ain't all tatters. It ain't all rags, baby. <laughs> I produce. <laughs> I'm putting out a vid a week. I like a little sex. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what was that? Where was we're I? Start, we're talking about dating. We gotten. We've gotten into one of my favorite spheres of discussion, which is dating. Well, how fucked it is. <laughs> well, yes, actually. Um, so there's this whole stand, like set of standards that goes right along with what you're saying about like corporatism and this like mm-hmm. creepy neatness of things. Yeah, um, it's, it's fake. It's, most it's people fake. are like looking for a partner. I think mm-hmm. less as like a love activity and more as an economic activity. Yeah, that, like that, a that's a big. Thing. Well, that, that's the instinct. I mean, that's part of the thing. That's why, dude, being dating as a dude and being broke, dude, it's uh, yeah, it's it's crazy how how deflated. And uh, I don't, I don't want to get into any kind of a bitterness, or uh, I don't want to talk about any kind of double standards, or fly into a rage here. But uh, uh, definitely, there's still in our culture, and I don't think this will ever go away. I think there's just an instinct there, and it's just too easy. I think just the dynamic is beyond, you know, who's oppressed and who's not. I mean, mm. there is elements of that where it's like, let me get the door, let me get dinner. You mm. know what I mean? There are elements of that. However. Uh. A big part of it, I think, is shaped by the male sex drive is so no holds barred, just at any cost. Well, it's so compressed. Happen nowadays it's, too. It's it's, it's it's very compressed, and and the female sex drive is like they have all of this flying at them, and mm. they have their pick. So it's like obviously I'm gonna pick when I pick the dude who can pay. So right. So the, that dynamic will always exist, whether we're equal or not, because it's it's too easy for the man and the woman to slip into like well I better pay just to up my chances and the girl can be like well I can just let him pay True. that being said even if you're with a very independent young woman as I was and she pays there's still you still feel feeble and mm. you still feel I don't know I don't, I don't know if women feel that as much they, they certainly don't I mean some may feel that but it's you just feel like such a fucking loser mm when they end up like paying and it's like you don't necessarily plan for that but they're like I'll I'll get the drink and you right. never say out loud I'm broke <laughs> <laughs> but it even got weird when I said I couldn't go to my grandma's funeral because I was too broke oh. and that seemed to change a little bit of oh that. no shit yeah I don't know maybe right. but it's just like I wish as a man I was allowed to just be like I'm, I'm fucking broke and right. you know what I'm proud to be broke in the name of what I'm trying to do totally but and that's that's just part of life here is uh, you know, I don't Do know where rent's that? coming from this month, baby. I don't know where the bills are getting paid. It's a it's a new month. That's a real thing. You, Hell yeah, yeah. dog. So, Hell yeah. So but I but that is the artist's life. That's right. the thing about. That's one thing I wanted to get into uh-huh. about the. There's this thing about oh, if you come into L.A. and then you're poor, I guess you're a failure. You yeah. Know what I mean, but to me, it's more about coming here to life. do things. Yeah. And and the art life is a challenge. The art life. Right. And, and maybe you could blame economic systems or whatever, For but sure. I don't think art was ever easy to make a living in. Mm. It's an anomaly. It's not functional. Yeah, I'm not selling pipes. You know what I mean? I'm selling a thing that people enjoy. So it's right. not. 
it's not a life and death thing. I'm not selling a commodity that anyone needs. Right. I'm creating something and hoping that they will come to need it. Mm. And it's completely abstract and it's something that I made out of thin air. And I'm hoping to make that into a need. Nice. To the point that I can live off of it. Right. And that is insane. Right, right, right. That's bad shit. But I have <laughs> to do it because it's what I know how to do best. It's the only thing that I can really do with any kind of passion. Yeah. So I have to do it. And right. I'm proud to live a life where it's gets a little shady, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking no, about? No, I feel that. Yeah. Well, I pay 250 bucks a month in rent and billings for Hell that yeah, reason. Dude. Hell yeah, that's what I used to pay. I remember yeah. that. Even that was tough. Just yeah. I couldn't fucking hold a fucking job down. I, the only way I've gotten to work is, um, or, or effectively, is kind of doing my own thing, cleaning houses, Hell actually. Yeah. Like, that's nice because you get to be Slither alone. in and out. Yeah. Yep. I, I do like jobs where you're alone and there isn't people like, why does he walk slowly? Why yeah, does yeah. he move like that? Right. It's like, please, can you fuck off? Can you please For sure. leave me be? I don't walk right. Get, nice. get real, motherfucker. Like, that's why desk jobs, those are the ones I could survive at the best. Oh. You're in your desk and people aren't like, Checking Where's his hustle? Yeah. Where's his hustle? Where, you know what I mean? Damn. Especially when you're a dude in the workplace oh, and yeah. the dudes are like, Trying to see what kind of man you are and all this fucking bullshit. Nice. And there's the thing. I got nothing against working. I like a good day's work. You know what I mean? Right. But most jobs... when you Require something. <laughs> they want more from you. They want you. Always. They want your soul. And they ain't getting it. Yeah. And when they realize that they ain't getting it, mm. they fire you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I worked a law office for a year after college. Mm-hmm. That was pretty intense with like... I need the people that live on stress and he turns them on. And Dude. Like, he's filed these papers. Well, and we were doing like high level, like rich, not high level, but like rich law. I, I would call it, I guess. Um, like structuring estate plans for people. So like their trusts. Basically, we were we were the ones writing up the documents that makes it so that people can pass wealth from one generation to the other. Mm-hmm. And I was a vegan at the time and we were working for a lot of ranchers because, of course, out in that in the country, that's where people have money. Mm-hmm. Ranchers have land. Um, so I was like kind of in the belly of the beast in a lot of ways, just seeing like really fundamental mechanics of capitalism happening like through these estate things and how we would do real estate transactions as well. And um, in there, people would stick like an, an easement, not an easement, I guess it'd be a conservation easement. So like a portion of their land, they say they set aside for nature. And then that the government gives incentives for people to do that. So you can get no taxes on a sale if you build in a supposedly public good like that. <laughs> um, so when you see that shit happening and you see how like perfunctory it is, I guess, mm-hmm. or like... It's just people working at office, like at desks, right, in an office, but they're like determining how these things flow in a really big way. Um, I forgot why I was talking. Did you ever uh, take a pinch off the top? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever write yourself into the sum of the wills? <laughs> in disappearing ink. That would be cool. <laughs> disappearing and reappearing. Ink. Yeah, yeah. Disappearing, reappearing. Yeah. Um, uh, no, we were talking about, oh, just like hating that. I had to quit. I was doing music stuff on the side. Yeah. And eventually I was like, I'm not built to be in an office for this yeah. many hours a week. Yeah. I I got lucky. There was this great job uh, in Salt Lake called Task Easy where they called themselves the Uber of lawn mowing. <laughs> so basically you get the app and you can book your contractor. My job was to scroll through photos of lawns these dudes had. 
uh, head mode. Uh-huh. Uh, and then if there was any trouble, I had to call them up on the phone and oh. order them to return to correct their <laughs> nice. well-knowing mistake. And uh, by chance, I just like fell in with a group of people that like thought I was funny and was down with my fucked up sense of humor. Yeah, it was uh, it was very fruitful. But I will tell you, it's weird when your boss is your age, is one week older than you, mm. and has like a wife and kids, mm. and Mormon, and it's just like. The we- and you're like this weirdo that lives in his brother's basement <laughs> feathers, and just trying to fuck and like, you know, I don't know. It's Make weird jokes. Different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'd always catch him like eyeballing me occasionally. Oh. I'd, I'd catch him like peering into me, not necessarily hatefully, but just looking. Curious. Cur- just curiously, just like looking into yeah. me, just trying to. What know the know fuck what I mean? is this guy about? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. puzzled. Right. And that's, uh, I tend to have that effect, especially on white, white dudes who grew up with money. Oh. Hate me. Oh. They fucking, they, their disdain for me is palpable and immediately, I've, I've had this happen many times. Inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. Something about white dudes with money because I'm like their nemesis and their, their true opposite. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, A foil. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. something about it where it, it's this immediate, like, no way. Yeah. No way. Well, because you know? you're kind of like, you're, I don't know, pretty clearly weird, I think. No. Yeah. I know weird. Yeah, you no, are I weird. You're kind of weird. in my whole life. Yeah. So that, I could see that. how they'd just be like, fuck you right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing about, uh, I don't know. I feel like some of these rich folks don't really have to, like, be challenged as much because they don't. They don't see the full spectrum of what people are. They, uh. just, they just think that, like, that. I think the morality is worked into a lot of rich people, where like poor is a character, a bad character reflection. trait, yeah, yeah, a reflection of uh, intelligence yeah. or work ethic or any of that. And it, uh, you can feel it. I, w- I was a a driver at Sundance for investors. Oh, nice. And you're driving around like millionaires, billionaires. Um, wow, And some yeah. of them are really nice to you yeah. and treat you like a person and they're chill. Right. And others, it's not so much. Not and at all. Some of them just had this weird, this contempt where it's like, I can't believe the driver is speaking to me. Mm. And it's, uh, it's a sickening feeling to be that. But Yeah. One um, of my favorite things I was bringing up with people just because when I read it, it was like so illuminating. There's like an article that was talking about a study that was done. I forgot the exact details of the study, but the the title of the article was "Power Gives You Brain Damage," <laughs> um, which makes sense. Like, and I always do like this little thought experiment to think about how that works. Like in a kingdom, like in a court, mm-hmm. you have a king and the queen at the you know if there's a feast happening, um, and they can kind of do whatever the fuck they want. If you're a servant in that context. You have to operate much differently. Like yeah, you, you have, to have to caution. You can't make mistakes. No, because like the person, if you piss off the king in the wrong way, like he might have you hung or whatever. Yeah. And so you have to be very sensitive to like the king's mood and like this other server that's trying to get food out too. So like you pass them so you don't spill on the fucking bishop guy or whatever. The and you, bishop. <laughs> like you have to just look out in all these different ways that somebody in the position of power doesn't have to even begin to consider right mm-hmm. and so people's like ability to sympathize actually atrophies and it's reflected in their brain activity yeah so like there's literal aspects where people become blind to things yeah they don't have to worry about other people's feelings <laughs> that's it yeah and uh that's the thing that's the scary part is i've seen my own dark side come out sometimes you know when you're mm. like 
in a bad mood and you're dealing with customer service people, you can be a fucking asshole. Yeah. I've tried to, I've tried to, I've gotten better now, but my, my me too moment will be when people pull up <laughs> how I've handled uh, conversations with like, uh, telemarketers yeah, and stuff yeah. and just like, I want, I want this fixed now. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. I want you, to, you understand me? You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. Psychotic, just like mm. scolding people. Right. You know what I mean? When, but, but if you're stuck in a phone tree, and you've yeah, like yeah, been through that rigmarole, you you're yeah, fucking you pissed it, off. And you, and you, and when someone is telling you no, but not as a person, but as like an institution, right? You, it's the institution you're screaming yes. at, but sadly you're doing it through, right? Uh, a person, <laughs> when really, the the way that you're ta- speaking, the CEO probably deserves mm. that you little fucker. I'm gonna yeah. fucking gut you. I yeah, never yeah. told anyone I wanted to gut, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I want this fixed immediately. Yeah, you yeah. failed me. I once yeah. said that to someone. You have failed me. Nice as a customer. Yeah, you yeah. failed. I got um, to threaten a bank representative that Jesus. I wanted to leave. As I'm fucking tired. I didn't say that, but I was like, I'm about yeah. to leave this bank, and that's about as angry. And as they, they, don't, they don't care. Well, they don't care when I do it because they see how I look, and they're like, <laughs> so I'll take my business elsewhere. I'll, I'll I'll take it to money grab. I'll take it to money grab. I'll take it to I'll take it to uh, California check cash. <laughs> you don't want to get in the you don't want to get in the cash advance world. That's mm. a vicious circle. Mm. I did that. Did you? My credit score is four twenty now. Literally. <laughs> nice. That's pretty sick, though. Actually, it's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Too bad you can't do like sixty nine four twenty for a credit score. Um, That'd be like a really high credit score. Yeah, 69. Yeah, I want to take it from 420 <laughs> to 69, 420. Um, yeah, I uh, have a lot of financial problems. Mm, me too, buddy. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really... I don't think they properly teach you just exactly how fucked it can get. Because mm. it got fucked real quick. Mm. You know what I mean? It was mm. almost like overnight. It was just like, you're fucked. Yeah, you I got divorced mean? and then I yeah, woke up yeah. with like... That, I was doing like buying beer on a credit card and shit like that. Mm, yeah, not buddy. Good. Not good. Hey, we're gonna go to Book of Mormon on your credit card, <laughs> but there's no pressure. I assure you. You might there's, kill me if, if we don't. There's no go. pressure. I'm not gonna bury you. I'm not gonna make you Feed work my uh, blank crotch or my <laughs> nipless pecs. I'm kidding. Um, Should we be done? I don't know, man. You're the boss. I'm just following your lead here. I'm, I think I'm having a great time. But good, good. Um, I mean, you can always edit it, but it seems like you don't really do that, I do you? I don't do that. <laughs> All right, well... Is I there anything I, that you shouldn't have said that you haven't said yet that you'd like to... Shouldn't have said. Like you've um, been saying things that... Yeah, I've been saying a lot of weird shit. Um, yeah. I, my roommate has the same problem. He, he's always afraid of offending people but mm. simultaneously puts out some of the most hardcore material <laughs> that anyone has ever written um it's a dumb game that doesn't work does it? i mean that's the thing because you 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 have these thoughts you have the, these things you want to express yeah and a lot of people don't want to hear them so you're always <laughs> wa- walk that fine act you know yeah, what i mean that's it uh the dickless the nipless I'm a voice for the voiceless. And I want to close with saying, if you don't have a dick, you don't got nips. And if your ejaculate is a third eye laser beam <laughs> that conceives a little Buddha, and you got to drive a car with this little bag of baby Buddhas, because you're not going to do anything. I, got, I, got, I can't have another mouth to feed. <laughs> and you got to drive over this these booties. Then, uh, you know... I'm here for you. <laughs> this I'm is your comic. On, I'm running on your platform. 
I'm coming to Billings if you've driven over thousands of these little guys <laughs> to silence the screams, to, to, to abrogate responsibility that your sexuality creates life. If you've <laughs> been in complete denial about that <laughs> and you've got all these little booties running around and you can't stop coming, but you can't raise a child, you can't raise these booties, <laughs> I'll drive over every single one of them. I'm talking by hand, I'll put them down. I'll shoot them up with morphine. I'll fucking eat them for fucking spinach dinner. I drive over them, I'll throw them in the river. You bring these booties to me, the meat, the dead meat. They're delicious. <laughs> That's what I want to say. That's okay. how I like to close. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. you meeting with me. Yeah. I, thanks for coming out of here and hanging out in the garden. Oh, uh, okay. Picture. I have to get a picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that. Bye, Thank everybody. You. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that if you're still here. Um, anyway, yeah, that was pretty crazy. I, I like that guy a lot. Um, for music today, I have a song from one of my favorite bands. Also, some friends of ours. Um, Nels doesn't like this band at all, huh, Nels? Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Bust. The Fonz. The Fonz, yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about. He sucks. Um, I'm wearing their shirt. This uh, this song is called Dark Parties, and we hope to see you at our dark party, Julia Louise Dry Fest 7.5, tonight at Craft Local. Um, it's going to be really fun. Starts at 5, doors open at 5, comes late, like 1 a.m., 15 bucks at the door. Um, yeah, it should be worth it. Like I said, 12 bands and cool lights and shit like that so okay bye bye